Sit sahib. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Relax your shoulders. Keep breathing. As we continue to chapter 16 of Bhagavad Gita, Sanskrit name of this chapter is Dev Arsura Sampad Vibhag Yog. Dev means God or God-like. Asura, devil or demonic. Sampad, established, vibhag difference, yoga practice. So basically, establishing the difference between the divine and the demoniac or the devil-like natures. So basically, two paths. That's what this chapter talks about, the saintly nature and the dominiac nature. We need to understand, 90% of the times when something is mentioned in the scriptures, they always, 90% of the times, they're talking about the world inside us. They're talking about the good and the bad within a person. That means one person has both the qualities, the good and bad. And depending on what we nurture consciously is what shows outside. The scriptures always talk on the physical or the, at the worldly levels, but they always meant to look within. They always makes us dive and look at ourselves first. And that's why it's very important to understand the scriptures before following and or practicing those. So coming back to the chapter, this chapter talks about the two different natures or the paths, the saint-like, the peaceful, heavenish, and the demoniac or the devil-like. And when it says or talks about the devil-like, it's talking about the demons that we have our own demons and the fight and overcoming our own demons. So how these two people or these two nature, the basic nature can be dif- differentiated from one another. Very simple. Anything that brings the more joy, happiness, you know, the cloud nine like feeling, a smile, That's what a saintly nature is. The modes of goodness, the kindness, sharing, caring, God-like qualities. And when a person groom these kind of qualities, they're living at peace. So their life become more heaven-like. On the other hand, any qualities or the modes of passion or ignorance, the deeds done with the lust, anger, greed, lead to unsettled mind. There's, there are always comparison happening in our mind. We are comparing ourselves to other people and then irrespective, wherever we are, we're comparing ourselves to somebody who has more than us, then we're just making ourselves more uncomfortable. 
And that's what the dominiac or the devil-like life would be, the hellish life. And the scriptures always talk about the practices or certain way of doing things, but that they never to follow anything blindly, questioning it, understanding it, and then practice it if it applies to our lives. The example or kind of like a story I just coming to my head. Let me share this. So there used to be, it's called a cat story. So there was this uh, old church or ashram or temple. And then it was kind of like, you know, 100 years ago kind of story. There used to be a monk and they used to have this everyday early morning prayer and meditation practice happening. So that was their routine. Every day in the morning, all the students or the disciples will come to this common ground or the area and the head monk will sit and then uh, they'll do their meditation and prayers. And then one day, a cat gave them a visit. As the students are doing their meditation and practice, the cat, the cat is going from, you know, one student to another, sitting in the lab or making some noises. And the head monk noticed it. And then after the prayers, he called one of the students and he asked the student that, hey, if this cat came back tomorrow, please tie the cat to the pillar and serve some milk so that cat can be at peace, we can finish our prayers, and then we'll release the cat. Perfect, right? After a few years, the monk died, and the cat keep coming, and why not? The cat was getting the milk, and, you know, very good, uh, kind of like a serving from everybody, because everybody used to love the cat, and they were they used to feed the milk, but they'll just, for the duration of their practice or their meditation, they'll just tie the cat and afterward they'll release the cat. After many years, the head monk died, but the cat keep coming and they keep tying the cat. And another few years passed and the cat died. So the monk at that time, knowing that the cat has died and has not visited them, asked his students to go look out for a cat, bring the cat, tie it to the pillar, serve the mail, and then release the cat. Of course, it was not the same cat. So they did it. The cat, the cat ran away. The next day, the monk, the head monk asked to bring another cat. Two, three, four, five, the cats keep running back to wherever they were bringing them from. And then this time they decided, go bring the cat tied to the pillar and then put it in the cage and then bring it back every morning at the time of meditation, put to tie to the pillar and then put it back in cage. You know what happened here? When it all started, originally the head monk was trying to comfort this poor soul, this poor cat by giving it milk and not coming in the way, not trying to kind of like shoo the cat away from their place, but rather they, they accepted the visit from the cat. And just for the length of their meditation, they decided to tie the cat to the pillar 
and serve it with milk so the cat doesn't feel discomfort or anything and afterward they used to release the cat so that cat can do whatever it wanted to do but now these people who did not understood the original why it was done the practice original practice they made this poor whichever this new cat their their slave they're kind of like they're putting it in a cage that's not where it belonged so now they are discomforting this poor soul and that's what some of the practices does there always is a reason a science on for why something was started but is it still good today or are we just following something out of ignorance that's what the scriptures that that's what this chapter is talking about are is our actions making someone comfortable or are we doing it just for sake of it or because we are doing to or fulfilling a practice or something written in the scriptures without understanding why is it asking us to do that so the kindness generosity the sharing caring is very important when we are trying to cultivate those good qualities and that's what this reminds us of we must understand the teachings and then perform the actions accordingly with that thought thank you